happy new year and I hope 2021 will be a much better and more fun year for you than 2020 was. And probably some of you have made some New Year's resolutions. But unfortunately, research shows that less than 10% managed to keep their New Year's resolutions. And in this podcast, I wanted to talk about that. Why is it so difficult to keep your New Year's resolutions and what you could do instead? So tune in for this episode. I'm Muriel, CEO, mum and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart. Are you one of those people that make New Year's resolution? You're going to lose weight, you're going to work less, you're going to eat more healthy, spend more time with your family, and you're really committed to doing that. And then by the end of January or in February, already you fall back into your old habits. Well, Take Susie, for example. Susie is a team leader in a large multinational. She's a mother of two. And last year, she decided to lose some weight. And she wanted to do that by going to the gym. And also, she decided to work less. So she started quite well in January with her great resolution. And then in February, there was a big project at work. And with this big project, she had to work a little bit more. But she thought, okay, it's only February. It will only be temporary. And so as of February, she started to go a little bit less often to the gym. Her kids had a lot of things to do as well. And she had so many things for that big project that it became very difficult to stick to her New Year's resolutions. And then... March was there and Corona hit us and hit her organization pretty bad as well. And so she ended up working from home and having to organize a lot of things differently for the Corona with the new health measures. And so at first she thought it's nice, no traffic jam, more time with my family and more time at home as well. And what started as something really nice ended up being quite heavy and quite difficult because she ended up spending her days in virtual meetings, going from one meeting to the other and then doing her work only at the end of the day when the meetings finished, then she could only start doing her actual work. She started having no pauses anymore. She got up, brushed her teeth, had breakfast and immediately was behind her computer or sometimes she was behind her computer before taking her breakfast or brushing her teeth. And then what started as a corona sprint ended up being a marathon because uh, the, the month passed, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, and we were still working from home and she was still working from home. And then suddenly a member of her team got burned out and she felt really guilty about that because she didn't see it coming. 
she didn't see it coming and she's really taking care of her team. And so what did she try to do? She tried to compensate for that team member that wasn't there. But also she started to take more responsibility on her shoulders so that she could relieve her team. And so what started as a good resolution ended up in working even harder than ever before, not eating healthy anymore. She doesn't sport anymore or exercise anymore. She feels like she's not enough present for her children and her partner. During these corona months, like so many people, she put on even some more corona weight. And now during the holidays, she could recuperate, but not as much as she wanted because she couldn't really take a real break because she couldn't go away. Nothing was open. She stayed at home. And so it was really tempting to still work a little bit or at least to think about work. And now we're January again and she realizes Susie cannot keep working like this. She cannot keep working like this for the next one year, two years, five years or ten years. She wants to be healthy. She wants to have more energy. She wants to be there for her family. She wants to work less. But she noticed that she cannot stick to her New Year's resolutions. So why is that and what could she do instead? Well, first, why is it so difficult to stick to our New Year's resolution? Well, first of all, it's because of our habits. You know, most of what you do during a day is out of habit. And so these habits, they take over your life. And when you want to change something, you really need to change that habit. And Probably trying to exercise more and to work less without thinking about what habits should I adopt or what habits should I change to accomplish that, well, that won't lead to any success. Also, another reason why New Year's resolutions don't work is that because people, they don't know really why they want to start this New Year's resolution. And when you don't have a compelling reason to change your habits or to start something new, well, at the first setback and the first challenge, you will be tempted to simply quit and give up because, let's face it, building a new habit is hard work. Because everything, like I said, everything you do or a lot of things you do are out of habits, but building a new one is something that costs a lot of energy at first because you have to make this new connection in your brain. So the first reason is because there is no habit change. The second reason is because we don't really know why we want to change or the reason behind it is not compelling enough. The last big reason why we don't manage to stick to our resolutions is that we are often so focused on results and those results, they take time. And, and like I said, building a habit is quite difficult. But if you build that habit and you only have that reason and you're really result-oriented and you don't get that result immediately because it takes time, well, often what happens is that you give up. You really want to give up and that's when you're back at square one or sometimes even worse off than the year before. 
Now, I don't know if you've noticed this, but life passes by so fast. Every year I, I look back and I think, are we December yet? The year has gone by so fast. But this is also what's happening with your life. And so I believe if we are not taking charge of our life, our life will be taking charge of us. And that's why I believe that making a review, a yearly review of our life is so important because you don't want to end up at uh, 65 or at 85 at the end of your life and looking back and having a lot of regrets because you didn't live the life that you truly wanted to live. And so I really believe that doing a yearly review is very important to be happy is very important to be successful and to not simply live our lives like robots without ever stopping and thinking, is this really the life that I would like to have? And so be sure to go to the show notes of this episode on rebelleaderwithaheart.com slash 36 because we have prepared for you a free key leader year review that will help you review last year, but also prepare your next year with more success and more happiness. The goal of this yearly review is really for you to have more impact, more meaning and more balance in your life. So if you realize that you can't keep living like this for the next five or 10 years, or if you simply want to improve your life next year and you realize it's important to take just one hour of your time to go through last year and to your goals for next year, be sure to go to the show notes, download this Key Leader Year Review and spend one hour of your time to fill it in. And so the first step here is to evaluate 2020. And we are going to do that on three levels. And the first level I want you to evaluate is your impact. And what I mean by impact is first, knowing what you want and then achieving it. That's when you have impact, when you know what you want and when you have achieved what you wanted to achieve. So just look back at 2020. Did you achieve what you wanted to achieve at work and in your private life. Just think about that for a second and take some notes in your key leader year review. Then the second step is meaning. And what I mean by meaning is knowing what your values are and then living a life aligned with your values. There again, do you know what your values are at work? And in your private life? And did you have a 2020 year in line with those values? Just think about that for a second. Because if your life is not in line with your values, you might feel empty. You might feel that something is wrong in your life. And it's really, really important to feel this alignment with your values. And then the last aspect I want you to think about is balance. And what I mean here is knowing what gives you energy and then making sure that every day or at least every week 
you do more things that give you energy than things that cost you energy. So look at that for a second. Did you have balance in your private life? Did you have balance in your work life? And was your work and private life also in balance? Because you can do a lot of things that give you energy in both aspects, but sometimes those are not in balance. So make this review for yourself. I truly believe that if you want to be happy and if you want to be successful, you need to have these three elements in balance. Impact, meaning and balance, of course. And if you have impact, for instance, but no meaning, you will feel empty inside. You will feel that not connected with yourself, maybe not even connected with others or with your organization. But if you have impact and no balance, there, that's the zone where you risk having a burnout. Because if you're having impact, but it's costing you a lot of energy, at some point your body will react and you won't be able to continue like this. Then on the other side, if you have balance and meaning, but no impact, well, that's not viable. Because if you have no impact, Probably no money will come in for you personally or for your organization. And that is not sustainable either. And that's why it's so important to have these three elements. And when you have these three elements, you also get in this virtuous circle where life gets nicer and easier the more you continue in this path. And now we're going to think a little bit about your next year. And the first thing I want you to do for next year is to focus. Because I know probably you are like me, you're very ambitious, you would like to lose uh, five kilos, you would like to work less and be there for your children, and you would like to eat healthy and to go for zero waste and to uh, have a really great impact and a promotion at work. But you cannot have it all at the same time. You need to focus on one thing. And once that one thing is done, implemented, you've made a habit out of it, then you can go to the next thing and then you can have it all. But if you try to have it all at once, it won't work because the bigger the change you try to implement, the bigger the resistance from your body, from your team, from your organization. So try here to focus and to pick one small thing you would like to change at work and one small thing you would like to change in your private life. So one thing. And try really to stick to that one thing. Don't forget that you can always improve later. You can always add something else later. But now making small steps is often quicker than trying to make big steps and making big changes all at once. Now that you have that one thing, I want you to think about why you want to achieve that. Because the more reasons you will find that are important to you to achieve that, the more you will be able to stick to changing that one thing. So for instance, and those reasons, it's not that you have to have a lot of reasons, but they have to be important enough for yourself. 
So for instance, if you want to lose weight because you don't like seeing yourself in the mirror, well, that's probably not a very good reason enough. And why don't you like seeing yourself in the mirror? Maybe it's a lack of self-worth. Maybe you think you are not good enough. And if that's the case, for instance, I believe it's so much smarter to work on your self-worth and to love yourself first, because then the weight will go off by itself. Truly, if you want to change your weight to change yourself because you're not feeling okay, try to first try to first work on feeling okay and then the rest will follow. But if you want to lose weight, for instance, because at the moment you are not healthy at all and you really want to be there for your children to be able to play with them and to still be alive with them when they grow older, well, that's a very good reason, of course, to lose weight and it will be easier for you to stick to that good resolution because you have a big why behind it. So really think about the why you want to change the things you would like to change. And if the why isn't compelling enough, maybe you need to implement something else. Then once you know what you want to change and why you want to change it, I want you to think about another thing. I want you to think about who you need to be to be able to change those things. And why am I asking this? I'm asking this because people who identify themselves to a certain kind of person will reach their goals more easily. So, for instance, if you see yourself as a good parent, well, it will be much easier for you to implement good parenting habits than if you don't see yourself as a good parent. But on the contrary, if you see yourself as a fat person and you consider yourself being a fat person, it will be harder to build the habits of a healthy person. So that's why I don't want you only to think about what you would like to achieve and how you're going to achieve it, but who do you need to be so that you can achieve those goals that you set for yourself? So do you need to be a healthy person? Because a healthy person is a person with the following habits. Maybe the healthy person, they wake up early in the morning, they go for a run in the morning, a healthy person eats fruit instead of a snack, a healthy person is going to cook a lot of vegetables instead of eating a frozen lasagna. And so really it's easier when you say from yourself, I am a healthy person, I am a focused person, I am an assertive man, I'm an empathic woman, I'm a consistent leader, I'm an athletic person, I'm an open and warm woman or a grounded manager, it will then be much easier to implement those habits and really practice saying this about yourself. So who do you need to be to reach your personal and professional goals. And then, once you know who you should be, and of course you can be inspired by people around you, and then think about those people. What is the one habit you're going to build next year to be that kind of person? 
Because changing yourself, changing your life is all about changing your habits. Because most of what you do is out of habits. And so if you want to be a healthy person and in that healthy person you want to go to the gym, if you don't make a habit out of going to the gym, you won't be able to stick to it. So what is the one habit you are going to build next year to be that kind of person at work and in your private life? And then the last question I want you to think about is how are you going to make sure that you will stick to that habit? So what are the steps you are going to put in place that will help you stick to that habit? You're going to do that with... um, a buddy so that you are two of you because building a habit collectively is much more easier than building a habit all alone. You're going to hook this habit to another one, which is also very powerful. You're going uh, to track your habits, for instance, because when you track your habits, it will be also easier to stick to it. You're going to announce your habits to all your colleagues and all your friends and really ask them to help you stick to it. Whatever you need to do, maybe you want to run every morning and you're going to put your running shoes and your running clothes already uh, next to your bed so that when you get up, you don't even have to think about it. They're there and you put them on and you go out of your house to go for a run, for instance. So really think about What are you going to put in place to be sure that you will stick to those habits? And that's it. And be sure to not spend more than one hour on this exercise, because I know a lot of you will be tempted to do this exercise really well. And then you think, but I have no time. I have this and this and this. So I will do that later and then... January will pass, February, it will go out of your mind and you will forget about it and it will never happen. So please just take one hour to do this exercise. I prefer it for you to get it done than to get it perfect. And remember also a sentence that helps me a lot. It's good enough for now and safe enough to continue. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's better for you to just get it done. So be sure to go to the show notes of this episode, rebelleaderwithaheart.com slash 36 to download your free key leader year review. And thank you for listening to this podcast. And next week, I will be sharing our review. So I will be sharing how 2020 went for Key Leader, for our team, and what our goals are for 2021. So be sure to subscribe, to like this podcast, to leave a review, and I'll see you soon. Bye! Yeah, you finished another episode of Rebel Leader with a Heart. If you want more, go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com for show notes and past episodes. If you love the show, subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week, you Rebel Leader with a Heart. Hello there. How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. 
Do you see yourself working like this until you retire? If yes, congrats, you probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry. Because this five-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times and it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. Keyleader.com slash fast times. Qileader.com slash fast times. Now let's dive into today's podcast episode. <music> 